myself Where the wonderful Oh, they don't make music like that anymore. It's all done on computers. Welcome to Cones and Doe Show. To the best to get high all the time. Ta -ta. Welcome to the Cones and Doe Show. How things? Good, brother. It's been happening. Not much. It's a fucking sunny day outside. Um, Dude, sweating in the studio. Sweating in the studio. It's Labor Day weekend, and you know everyone's come out of their slumber. I can, I can only imagine what it's like in somewhere like Montreal, where everyone's super rugged up. But even here, when the warm weather comes and the denim cutoffs start and everything, and I'll tell you what, there are some chubby Chinese calves in this city. <laughs> Not that I'm complaining. It's not necessarily my my whole thing, but uh, it's just the first thing I noticed really about the good weather. I think they call that a bit of dim sum. That's fucking racist. <laughs> they got a proud culture, but is okay. that is that cultural appropriation if they're taking denim cutoffs? Because I assume denim is. I don't know. Maybe my brain was just being racist then, because I was thinking of these sort of chubby dumpling calves. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> get them off on the table sort of thing oh that's that and be... now i'm promoting cannibalism <laughs> no i don't think it's cannibalism so much as like you know strip clubs have legs and eggs where people go there for breakfast and to watch strippers it's sort of like a a, a dim sim yum cha themed chinese strip club sort of thing oh similar to the japanese sushi ones yeah. where you eat off a naked lady i've had a friend who's been to one of those and stuff uh <laughs> mr d dash kind of thing and uh did it taste extra fishy <laughs> Oh, this isn't a good start, but I hear someone there wore glasses, and apparently the glasses, there were some unhygienic things done with it. And oh, damn, so it did, fuck. So, I haven't been to one, so was it, um... I think he got mercury poisoning, yeah. Is it X-rated dinner? Yeah, and it just sounds, I don't know, it's not my thing, I mean, you know, I love food, I like sexy girls, but this whole sort of putting the sushi on the girls and eating it off. I don't know. I don't know if I feel comfortable with that. Yeah, it's not really my thing either. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. You know, each to their own. you got to try it once. It's a wonderful world, I suppose, right? It is. As it is. Um, I did like that Eurobeat opener, too. Oh, cheers, cheers. It, it was, was just pumping. Something, <laughs> just something I whipped up. It was up. pumping in the Rotterdam, mate. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Dance Club. Dance Club 2014. Um... Yeah, that's how they roll over in Europe. We're not really down for that shit over here. Um, but I tell you what we are down for. We're down for some sun and surf because there's a lot of that around here. But I really want to get onto, you know, there's a lot been happening. And I really want to get onto some important issues rather than sort of fucking around. Um, so I, I have to ask you, if you had to eat KFC every meal for a month, right? Mm -hmm. Every single meal, you could just eat from the menu of KFC. And think about it after, it doesn't sound that bad, but after day two, like already by day two you're probably going to start feeling a little mm, a little queasy you know you have two loads of fast food in one day and it's like that so you have to eat nothing but KFC for the month or you have to give The Rock a hand job. KFC for a month really? yeah I reckon I could I could pick on the menu and um you know no you have to have like a full meal each time kind of thing you have to have well you can't just like oh I'll get I want 20, 20 nuggets and no you can eat nuggets but it has to be like chicken and chips like straight up chicken and carbs yeah, I go month. I go high protein and then get not as much chips and but you can't get salad 
Okay, no, you can't get salad. Do they even have salad at KFC? Yeah, they've got like little rabbit food salad. Fuck KFC salad. Fuck KFC. So, Um, if they had burger towers, I'd fucking eat there today. (laughs) But keep in mind, the rock. It's not like you have to sort of sneak up and he's like, "What are you doing?" Like he's he's at a massage parlor. He's just sort of relaxed. He's lying back. There's some like whale noise music and some incense. No eye contact. It's no no eye contact. (laughs) He's maybe got headphones on. He's listening to like cereal that podcast or something, and you're just massaging his inner thigh, and you just have to. I don't have to look anywhere near his face because if he pulled that little cheesy rock smile, oh man, like your grip might go a bit tight. Yeah, and then he'd get a bit angry and pummel you. (laughs) (laughs) Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Yeah, Um, Dwayne Johnson. Sorry. So I don't know. I think I'd still go go the KFC just because I'm a dirtbag with with food and can sort of work it off and have the old cop-out, oh, I've got a high metabolism and shit, but I think it is from reefing so much as well, you can burn off a lot of, a yeah. lot of junk and fat and shit. So. You can eat a lot of munchies when you're on the reefer, yeah. But, all right, but yeah, so. I'd still probably go that, like, mm. as much as I'd love to give The Rock a hand job. Sure, I mean, it'll know? be a good party story or whatever, yeah. right, yeah. It sounds like you probably need two hands. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, I don't know if it matches the rest of me. He could have some tiny little dip as well. <laughs> Fuck, we're making enemies on this show. The Illuminati. Oh, dude, I, I'm on the rock side. This is pro rock over here. Well, you're on. I just said I wouldn't yeah. give him a hand job. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like you are on his side, then. <laughs> mates, mates give mates a hand. You know, sometimes he doesn't need help breathing like a horse or something. Like he might. <laughs> he's the stud on the stud. <laughs> you're helping guide his guide his cock into, and he's like, "Watch it, jabroni." <laughs> guiding into some mares but or is he the like he's not the racing horse or whatever that you need to like jerk off so that they're ready to race real good oh they do have to do that don't they <laughs> i don't know i think it was a joke on american dad but oh yeah okay i'm not sure I'm... if they really have to do it that's or not. i remember roger got stan real good though yeah do you reckon the jockeys would have to do it or there'd be like special like massage people cock, cock. it seems a bit dangerous for a jockey i mean they're so small and horse cock is so big yeah, it's pretty big i mean you know that shit can go wrong there was some farm in washington state it's brain and ankle there was a farm in washington state where a guy got fucked to death by a horse or whatever and Ugh. people used to fly from around the world to go there so why would they fly together because there's not that many places that it's like a fucking you know that cat house so a guy died there from fucking a horse no from getting fucked by a horse yeah but yeah because it was legal in that state yeah Uh, no just because i think no one really knew it's like the bunny ranch that fucking legal nevada brothel that's off the kind of interstate and people fly all around have like oh experience it is legal though isn't it no i don't think it was like just some person who owned a (laughs) fucking farm but apparently he showed up like oh fucked on the kind of doorstep of a hospital and they investigated it and found some pretty some pretty (laughs) like that random whorehouse in harold and kumar too oh man that that place isn't cool yeah there have been a few bad whorehouses in movies yeah Either way, I just thought I'd clear that up. Sorry to be so smutty straight away, but <laughs> it's all right. It matches my faux racism. <laughs> but uh, I had a I had a fucked up dream this morning or last night or whatever. Mm. Um, it was kind of like the opening scene in one of the opening scenes in the Karate Kid where they're having that beach party. Mm-hmm. Except instead of being this kind of beach party on a beach, it was more on like a point on all the rocks where it would go out to the point headland yep and everyone was having this party on rocks right Mm -hmm. and i arrived there on my my motorcycle my Mm -hmm. honda cbr 250 right and um 
when I rocked up there, I was just riding my road bike mm-hmm. just all over the rocks, these big rocks, Sweet. like GTA style sort of 10, yeah, yeah. 10 feet tall and then little ones and no. just no. and putting feet down and mm-hmm. just like sort of maneuvering this road bike all over these rocks. Just bossing it out on the rocks. Yeah. In my mind, it was like, this is, I'm being really cool or whatever. Yeah. And then I went Sounds and sort like of parked that. it on these rocks yeah. and, and um, put my helmet down and went over to talk to one of these kids that was at this uh, sort of karate kid on the rocks beach party yeah and it seemed like he was being nice to me like seeing what was going on I can't really remember any words that were said it was a bit vague mm-hmm. um, and I noticed after a while that the rest of the party were more jeering me and stuff and it was oh. more like oh this guy's this guy's a dick mm. and the guy that was talking to me was more distracting me so that they could fuck with my shit, right? Oh. And I'm like, oh, and I went to get out of there real quick. It's sort of like I was Daniel's son. Sure. And I went over and um, got my motorbike and then was like, oh, where's my helmet? And they'd thrown my helmet from the rocks into the water. That's fucked. And I was like, oh, shit. And I still had all my leathers on, like this leather jacket and overpants and shit. And I just dove straight into the water with all this stuff on, grabbed what I thought was my helmet and swung back out real quick because I'm like oh I'm gonna sink I'm gonna sink sure and then I just had some piece of fucking sea trash in my sure. hand like I didn't actually get my helmet I was near oh, it and okay. grabbed something else yeah turned around and the um the kids now have my helmet and they're like ah throwing it around and the one that initially came over to me and was sort of being fake nice so that everyone could fuck with me um, had the helmet, he swam and got it and then threw it to his mates so they could all like volleyball it around like it's some cheesy movie or whatever, right? Totally, yeah. And at this point, I didn't I didn't realise that I was dreaming still, so mm-hmm. it was kind of like, fuck, what do I do? Like, this is a bit weird. I can't leave because I can't put my helmet on to leave because it's illegal not to ride without your helmet even though yeah. I'm riding all yeah, yeah. these rocks and it's shit. It's a weird thing to get hung but, up on, yeah. No, 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 I can't leave without my helmet. i got to get my helmet. Um, and... <laughs> And I grabbed this this kid, this sort of blonde, skinny kid. And at this point now, it seemed like I was more of this adult size and these were more like this bunch of kids having the party. You've and I wasn't, I wasn't really... You've grown from the experience. I wasn't like really that. in on it yet sure, anymore. Yeah. And um, I grabbed this blonde kid by the head with both hands, just like mm-hmm. on the sides of his head. Yeah. And sort of knowingly was like, instead of grabbing him by the feet and just thrashing him around, I'll sure. grab him by the head and thrash him around so it just hurts his legs a little bit. Yeah, mercy, yeah. And like, oh, then just leave him on the ground. And I went bang, bang, like in this like sort of rainbow him. animation. Yeah, like a fish sort yeah, of back But only twice, like bang, bang on one bang, side, then yeah. bang on the other side. And I was like, left him on the ground. He sort of ragdolled across the floor on the Oof. second one when I left him. Is this on jagged rocks sort of still or, or on the it's, beach? It felt like it was just on this flat ground and stuff. Mm. And I looked down at him and um, both of his ankles were completely broken but like so much they were almost just hanging by bits of skin and it was like these stubs of the end of where his legs were with these broken feet like hanging off the sides and then I was like oh that's fucked up and then I woke up not too long after like oh lucky lucky that was a dream (laughs) yeah I think you should probably go to a therapist (laughs) it was such extreme violence when sort of the intention was to not really hurt him too bad and then it sort of ripped both of his feet off well, you establish your do- you establish your dominance. He's not going to be fucking with you anymore, is he? But oh man, that's pretty crazy. But I can't talk. I I had oh man, that's that's messed up. <laughs> like knocking his feet off, doing it back and forth. But my little one, it's just a really short one. Is that I might have gone for longer, but this was last night or the night before. I dreamt that. Well, it seemed real because I was just in the bathroom at my home, and I was just taking a piss or whatever, and. Uh, 
started like not being able to control where I was pissing and like oh like pissing up over the side of the toilet like or pissing on the back of the wall like getting <laughs> fucked up right kind of thing and it my sounds gr- like high school yeah <laughs> my girlfriend like opened the door sort of thing and this is in the dream but it seemed really real because it's right in our house it's just down from where I'm sleeping and um, she opens the door and as she does it I feel what feels like a spider bite like on the right lower side of my abdomen and then oh, as it starts to like creep up as I'm still sort of like trying to stop pissing it like <laughs> It creeps up and sort of goes across into my chest and starts getting into my chest, but like a feeling like it wasn't just the spider bite or that it was a spider bite, but the toxins had gone straight through my blood and yeah, my it's heart. Creeping through, yeah. And they went to my heart and started like, oh, oh, like just like feeling like you're dying and shit. And then I woke up in real life and screaming in my bed, like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and my girlfriend was like, oh, like help chill me out and stuff, luckily. Uh, so. I haven't had a screamer for a while. Oh, I get not, not since I was really like quite young. Damn. I get sort of like paralyzed night terrors quite often and stuff. It. It's not it's not really cool but <laughs> sometimes I just feel like I can't move and I have to sort of go So yours is so real that you can't you can't just take that control and smash their feet off. Yeah, or sometimes I get body paralysis and sort of half know I'm awake and I have to sort of go like the only I can't move my feet or my legs and if my girlfriend's sex man I have to sort of go like, oh, 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 like this and then sort of she'll jolt me and it jolts me back into it. Um yeah, it's not really cool but I don't know what it is. Maybe I should smoke more weed. Yeah, or DMT. We should try that again and yeah, see I'll if just, you can um, I'll start getting those lucid dreams going. Mm. <laughs> I don't need any more lucid dreams after that. But <laughs> No, like where you're more in control. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. My dreams, are, they're not really cool. It's like some fucked up version of real life kind of thing. Like it's never that fantastical. It's always just like real life, but like weird sort of creepy shit happening. I find that mine are a little bit more crazy when I've had a lot of caffeine as well. <laughs> yeah, totally. That was probably it. I have been drinking a lot of caffeine recently. We got a little pod coffee maker at home, so I've just been smashing that quite a bit. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I do like them over the uh, the powdered instant shit. I should probably cut back a little bit so that it's not just a regular part of every day for me. How much do you drink a day normally? A double shot, but only one usually. So yeah. it's not too bad, like coffee a day, a strong coffee a day. But yeah. when it becomes every day, it's like, oh shit, you should probably have a couple of days off caffeine. I know. I've been having like a coffee before work with this maker, but then I get to work and I'm sort of like, oh, I feel naked without my coffee and I have to go buy another like small cappuccino and stuff. And you're right, I should probably cut down on the caffeine, really. That's what it's about. I, I find it quite useful for things like guitar playing guitar and stuff it feels like after i've had a a cup of coffee you get a bit more dexterity in your fingers there's something about it and even tobacco to some extent but i try not to do that too much anymore Mm. but there is a little bit of motor function improvement and stuff you know the positives that people don't like to talk about because fucking tobacco like can do so much negative shit apparently Yeah. yeah it's not cool it's not cool. But maybe you have one of these nicotine vaporizers and... There's all Nico sticks. The, nicotine's not completely in the clear, but at least you're not getting all of that other shit and it's still giving you the stimulant that's making Stephen King write awesome novels or... <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that. Well, it's pretty funny you should... Because we don't know what we're having sort of... This nicotine, that I'm smoking e-cig right now, and we got this from China, right? It's like propylene glycol, or it can be vegetable glycerin. Yes, and I, I think, think some people have figured glycerin. out how to do it with coconut oil now, but it's a bit thicker. But it's sort of stupid. I get paranoid chemically about dumb stuff. Like, when I was in Victoria on a holiday, and with my girlfriend, like, we had to change the battery, and the top of it got all that, like, fucked up chemical yeah. battery dust, and I was like, oh, like, I get real... I don't like being around bleach and all this shit kind of thing, and we're changing the battery, and, like, after all, like, oh, that's heaps dirty, and she's like... 
stop fucking whining. Think about what you've put into your body kind of thing yeah. when you've been <laughs> partying and everything. And I'm like, oh, that's a good point. But I guess on that note, because it's like the Chinese who are... But you want to you wanna level it off. It's like Andy Dick having like a four-day bender and then the entire time as well having these super juices in the morning and stuff like while you're on the bender, like yeah. combating the bad effects while you're still that's tripping totally off. Like, yeah. Apparently some rock band, I forget who it was, like Black Sabbath or something in interviews. Like, if you're going on a bender, you have to have yogurt, have yogurt with you. That's what you need. When you mm. can't eat anything else, you need to have yogurt. Yeah, it's really good. And these days I'd say an up and go. It's good for your gut bacteria and yeah. shit as well, which gets just destroyed when you're in those states because you're supercharged and mm. everything's working, you know, high speed. It is working high speed. But th- this is my theory because all these chemicals come from China and stuff, right? And I think that basically with their shoddy products and everything and... uh you know, who knows what we're ingesting and stuff. Every now and then you hear something sus. And so they they don't want to fight an open war because their, like, navy isn't great and stuff like that. And their charves, calves are a bit chubby to run sometimes and stuff. Yeah, they might just put up some footage of their, their fleet going somewhere and mm. then you figure out, well, wait a second, that yeah. looks like CGI yeah, from CGI 1998. Shit. And they're yeah. saying they just took over what country? Yeah. <laughs> like using the photo, the photo. No, no, we did, we did. Like they just got their first aircraft carrier and then all of a sudden they've got 10 and you're like, that's a Photoshop clone tool going on there. But, <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, but I think they're a bit more tech savvy. So what I think they're going to do... They're moon landing stuff is just as laughable whether or not they've had satellites there i don't know but Mm. the stuff they put on youtube after that they had satellites apparently go around the moon and take photos they're like this is what happened yeah and it was definitely just 3d rendering yeah you reckon yeah fuck it's hard to tell but i think what they're going to do is they by sending all these products because it's hard to go to war with someone who's your sort of with the economy is but obviously there's going to be a confrontation sooner or later so my theory is that with the kind of complexity of the global supply chain and everything now, they're going to wear us down with these sort of bad products. And so we're all fat and lazy and stuff like that. And all these shipping containers that come quite straight from like Guangzhou and go to like Walmarts and Targets and everywhere, they're going to load the shipping containers up with Chinese infantry and then all at one particular point. So you can get them right into the interior of like America and stuff, like in Colorado at a Walmart. They're like, we've got this container in here. It's like the uh, people smuggling, uh, and it gets uh, crossed with crossed with international war crimes. Yeah, kind of exactly. Shit. And it's an invasion. But apparently, a Japanese general said it can be a movie, and then the Boston Police Department uncovers the first shipment of Chinese, Chinese imagery, starring Bill Burr and Ben Affleck. Yeah, and they take it all down. I'm not quick to deal with this. <laughs> But they did... I haven't seen the new Red Dawn, but that was the Chinese, and that, that supposedly invaded. Oh, when did that come out? I don't know. I don't know. It must have been shit. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was pretty shit, but... <laughs> I think it's pretty tricky to um, uh, invade America, because one of the Japanese generals in World War Two, someone was suggesting it, like invading the West Coast, and he said, like, in typical sort of elegant Japanese kind of insightful fashion, he was like, in America there is a gun behind every blade of grass. And that's true. <laughs> if you invade them. And they get Red Dawn. They get Wolverine on your shit. That's why you got to sneak attack them. Yeah, that's a double-edged sword too with all the fucking school shootings and fucked yeah. up shit in America. God damn. Yeah, that guy's a bit crazy. They need to chill, chill that shit the fuck out. But who knows? So you got on that side like, yeah, behind every blade of grass. And it is this, you know, who who's going to take that shit over? But, my, um, my theory is I'm killing themselves they're killing themselves I think exactly like Rome and stuff America as a nation will it won't it's not gonna it's impossible to invade that's part of the strength of their power they've got they're not like fucking France or Belgium where you've got armies traipsing back and forth for all of history like they've got 
a continent-wide big thing. They've got Mexico on the south, which can't do much. Canada's not going to invade them. So essentially they're kind of like invincible from invasion. But I think ultimately the country will get too diverse regionally, ethnically, culturally and stuff to all be able to administer as one as one state, like from Washington. Because um, the essence of it is that, like we've talked about before on the podcast, how it's out of the Enlightenment era. Sure. And if you push aside all of the shit that goes along with the people that were involved in the so-called Enlightenment stuff, if you actually go with the root of it, it's brilliant. And yeah. that is why America is so great, is because it is this melting pot of all these different ideas. And yeah. they did give everyone a lot of opportunities and stuff like the world's going to be complex and there's fucked up stuff in their history with slavery and all those sort of things but the reason they are so good is because of the diversity of the population and the fact that it's not built on this was our god even though that might have been co-opted at some point it was built on you know like it's bigger than that and you should be able to follow your dream no matter who you are and there's a sense of equality in a consciousness sense even if you you can be born female you can be born male and you have Mm -hmm. different opportunities because of your gender or in a different part of the world and you're in a country that you don't have opportunities as another part of the world but i'm not entirely sure that diversity is the strength that we're always told it is we're told as a mantra it's like diversity makes and oftentimes it does you know it succeeds a lot but japan has zero diversity and still does pretty well as does korea and iceland and some places like finland and i think that a certain amount of diversity helps, but America, if it becomes, you know... But they don't... Uh, actually, yeah, you got a good point there with that comparison. Yeah. Like, America's a powerhouse with all the entertainment and the art. But what's the population comparison? How big's, how big's Japan? Uh, Japan is about 140 million people and declining, I think, because they've got, they've got no immigration, so their population is So about half... Half America. Yeah, maybe less. They might be like, oh, fuck, I should know this. But America's about 310, 320. China's about 1.3, 1.4 billion. Uh, India's on track to overtake China in not too long. And India's still a bit of a basket case. And little old us around here are just about to pass, I think, 25 million. Well, they, they maintain a lot of cultural relevance. But I think America, with the diversity, transcend nationalism better. It, like... it is appealing to more of the world rather yeah. than yeah. you have to start getting like I had to get quite immersed in like Japanese culture to try yes. and understand it before I started enjoying it a lot yeah. whereas um America's good at doing the you know like in your face kind of face value kind of art that's just throwaway but it is still quite entertaining and I think part of that is just that we grow up like with yeah American culture is sort of a default culture in entertainment and stuff when you grow up and everything um I guess when you're a pioneer of it yeah yeah, but you're right because it's like what is it there's other countries have said like um what is it like Britain and stuff they're like why can't we have a Silicon Valley or why can't we have a Hollywood and it's just sort of those those European nation states they're very much like ethnic based and stuff which I think why ultimately there's going to be quite a lot of problems with like mass Muslim migration there and stuff, but we'll get into that later. Whereas America, <laughs> America is a lot more based on an idea, and it's called a nation, but it's not a nation in the same way that like the British people are a nation or the German people yeah. are a nation. Because uh, England and that seems like established tribes for a while, and mm. then it gets taken over by Romans. And yeah, yeah, and that sort of stuff keeps happening. Whereas America, they're still built on their initial. Aside from 
the American Indian, or what do you, mm, how do you say it, Native know. American? A lot of um, them like being called Indians, it's strange, you think it's not politically correct, but... So, aside from that, it, you get the image of in your head of them being settlers going from east to west across the country mm-hmm. and just fighting the land and yeah. doing it for themselves, and it, it feels like that consciousness sort of got ingrained in Definitely. the people. Yeah. So you had a bunch of people that were willing to go to these crazy lengths to get where they needed to go and then they just shack up in, in hospitable places and people would die along Take the way. My land. This is my land now and shit. So yeah. it seems like that got ingrained a little bit and that's maybe that is some of that drive and it even comes across in in some of the accents. You can't say all because there's so yeah. many different shades of an American accent in different states totally. and stuff. But um you know what I mean, though? Like, how a lot of them you could, on face value, is, like, say that it's almost an egomaniacal accent. Yeah. It's like this... Brash, sort of, yeah. It's, and and yeah. I don't want to say fake, but it seems like they're in a movie acting, even yeah, when yeah. they're in real life. Totally, I mean, yeah. And maybe <laughs> that is just a reflection of the people, but I don't know, maybe it could be art reflecting life, reflecting art know, as well. It, they see the movie and then they want to be John Wayne. And I think it is, and it's weird, because like California we're talking about, it is that sort of weird dreamscape. It seems, <laughs> it seems like you put sort of a camera in their face and then they start talking. But then again, that's exported. Like, that, this whole trash reality culture, no one has lapped that up more than Britain. And Britain... Oh, that's have, true. Yeah, and... Yeah. They used to be like Britain ha- used to have like very much you know it was all about being proper in the Victorian well, it's times. America, and stuff. America's dad and mum, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. But but um, well, it's America's mum or something, and then I guess Africa so, is yeah. the dad. So I think it's weird. I think it is fair to say that Australia is sort of, and I've always thought of this as far as I've sort of been following politics and culture and stuff. We really are halfway between Britain and America. Sort of, we have that British cultural heritage. Um, but with the sort of more optimism, I guess, and the sort of sense of being a newer project and newer country, um, than uh, yeah, than the UK or anything like that. Um, but we did start as this crazy penal colony. It's yeah. a fucked up way for a country to start. I guess it's a similar thing with the overcoming oppression, getting ingrained into that sort of way of thinking. But Australia, I'm not sure if because it's such an arid desert. That's that's why, isn't it? Like yeah. people did try and cross and see if there was anything yeah, that we could sort Burke, of settle. Burke and Wills and all those guys. They had a sort of <laughs> it was this sort of maniacal idea of like setting out and they'd find an inland sea and stuff. And one of the famous ones was um uh back when Sydney was just very early days in like a penal colony and stuff, like charlatans would sell maps to the prisoners. Uh, <laughs> having a little map saying if you go up near like the Hawkesbury River and stuff like that you just get over the Blue Mountains and that's where Shangri-La is <laughs> these guys had no idea of where they were and stuff and it was like oh we're near like China and Burma and that's where Shangri-La is and like sell them maps <laughs> and then they'd go to escape into this sort of like terrifyingly <coughs> empty kind of continent God damn. so that's why we all huddle around the coast like I mean I mean, right around us now. The native Australians had that shit figured out. You could live there. You just yeah. can't live in one spot. Yeah, totally. You yeah. just have to move around with the stuff that you're hunting or the the water holes that you know of. If one dries out, you can look at the other one. But I read some literature recently. And that was exploited by the early settlers totally. as well. So. Totally. And I think like a modern debate about that often is sort of wrapped up in a lot of PC stuff. But I've read a little bit about like from early settlers and anthropologists and stuff about the tribes here. And it was crazy and it comes across as very brutal, but you have to give respect. You're like, they were here for 40,000 years. 
and they learnt how to do it. Like this is how they did it, and that just sort of blows my mind in that because I have we have a modern conception of history. You know, you have like oh Rome, and then you know the French Revolution, and then World War Two happened, and we're sort of progressing and da 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 like that. It's really hard to get into a mindset of forty thousand years of continuous sort of settlement without thinking, without looking for the article. I did see an article that was about that, how Aborigines from Australia predate the South Americans, right? And apparently their genetic code or, you know, some of their genome is found in the South American population, so... Okay. I know Southern India and Sri Lanka have some similarities as well, too. But if it goes back that far and some sense of civilization goes as far as 20,000 years, then fuck, who knows what the fuck was happening? Ancient aliens. <laughs> but um, I just mean Dark Ages type shit. Well, true. I mean, I've always thought it would be cool. Some of these, these tribes that we're talking about that are the, you know, parents of these, late, of us, of these later generations, mm-hmm. could have done the same thing to a bunch, bunch that seem primitive to them, or, yeah. you know, some other word than primitive but you know yeah. what i mean no i know what you're an I'm, earlier rendition well the germans were so fucking the goth was so primitive to like the romans and stuff you know whereas now the germans would look down on like mediterranean people and, uh, <laughs> all this sort of stuff but um i've heard also that that is not an automobile <laughs> this is a, this is a gas that's not an automobile this is a gas chamber oh um, uh, Oh no, that's that's mean because I've been going to a German bakery and they're really friendly and they're nice and they didn't have my chocolate croissant there the other day. And well, was, they'd have to be for sixty. <laughs> I was like, oh, have you discontinued the chocolate croissant? And she's like, no, we have to. They're coming from Germany, and I'm like, that's why they're so good. And she's like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently the current, the indigenous people that we know here might have displaced an even earlier previous indigenous people. So oh. when we displaced them. It's sort of like, well, they're not even the first Australian. I think all of that's implied, and then it just gets back to a stage where it's Neanderthals or it's a another bipedal ape. There's probably lots of different species of bipedal apes, and then there's one bunch of big dogs that kicked all their other asses. And well, I haven't followed it that much, but there are alternate theories about like man coming out of like East Africa and expanding everywhere, sort of thing from there. But that's where the original men and stuff. Were and then from. there's aquatic ape theories, aquatic which are a bit, a bit flimsy, but still pretty cool, though. And also, yeah, and also, like babies can hold their breath instinctively yeah, underwater, and throwing the, the baby. way that our hair seems to have just gone away, sort of like you're waiting. Yeah. You throw a baby into water straight away, newborn, and it starts swimming. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. And the other mammals have sort of like they've lost all their their body hair and gain subcutaneous fat which humans have as well and so weird there's just there's weird shit that goes along with it but it could have been all of that shit together like the bipedal apes in africa these wading apes here mm. these other ones here and then oh some of them breed together make yeah. this i've heard europeans know. could be the product of neanderthals um and others and everyone thinks of them as being really stupid but their brains were bigger than us by a decent decent bit and there was interbreeding you know yeah. if people are going to fuck pigs and farm animals and shit of yeah. course they'll fucking yeah. other humans that looked a bit different totally. like, <laughs> the fucking the fucking prime minister of britain fucked a dead pig you know so, <laughs> oh shit you heard about that right it, it was like um i think you mentioned it to me it was like a initiation thing yeah. right sort of like skull and bones thing, like, fucking geronimo's David. skull yeah. in the eye socket like <laughs> jesus christ i don't think even they did that i think the brits i, I think well, i've read that as like they really some people have done that shit Maybe it's not practice now, but I did read a, an article somewhere that... Just look it up on the internet. I'm not saying it's fact, but 
I'm pretty sure it's the same kind of thing. It's like, oh, no, you've got to fuck the eye socket of this skull. And then they're like, ah, it's a real skull. And then Those I read the article recently that said it was Geronimo's skull. That seems like it's legit. Fuck. That's yeah. crazy. That's sort of... And when you're looking at those sort of initiations, that makes Maddie Johns look like Saint Assisi, you know? <laughs> Just a couple of pingers. It's a couple of pingers with the bun and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, um, do you have any... That, that is ridiculous as well. As much as I want to be like, ah, and go against Newcastle because of some... Going for some other team shit. Hmm. Getting busted for... <laughs> for pingers and then having to like come out and tell you oh I'm so sorry I'm no, so that was Andrew Johns wasn't it oh yeah sorry Matthew Johns <laughs> this was the one about the gang oh, the banging g- yeah gang banging but it was consensual right I, d- I don't know I won't even get into it I, d- I don't really know the story but I don't even know but fuck yeah I was doing Andrew Johns yeah so. Andrew Johns had the pingers that was yeah. fucking cool too and then but coming out and like being so you have to be so sad and sorry that you did pingers and shit like I know when that. really on the inside he's probably like everyone yeah. should do yeah. pingers it makes you real happy yeah. <laughs> I'm doing baseball style, dropping acid on the field and shit like that. But fuck, that's crazy. But um, well, to go on to that, we were talking about sport recently and sport and tribalism and how you're like, yeah, come on, fucking you ref, you fucking cunt, blah blah blah, and sort of how you get swept up in that sort of. I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to. (laughs) But yeah, fuck yeah, I can I can relate. And and in a way, sort of when you look at cunt. When you look at the World Cup and sort of, or like, you know, the Premier League, it sort of becomes like, they are these big political social identities sort of thing. You know, like, I imagine there's a lot of people in Britain who feel more affinity to like Manchester United than they do to being sort of English or whatever. And stuff, yeah, you know? totally. <laughs> but I didn't know this, but during... Um, uh, or like even other people that move to the UK then have a stronger affinity for a oh, UK totally. soccer team yeah. than for their own country. Oh, <laughs> like, when, when I listen to the BBC World Service Soccer, all the comments are like from like Patrice in Uganda and stuff. All of they love it over there, and stuff, so they probably like that more. But um, in the Byzantine Empire, which was sort of when Rome sort of fell apart, um, the western part sort of became Catholic. Catholic Church ruled it. The eastern bit was the Byzantine Empire, which was centered around Turkey, Constantinople, and stuff. And I had no idea about this, but there was a lot of political instability caused at one point when they had these mad chariot races. Right? You've seen Ben Hur. You know how yeah. they have that. And, you know, <laughs> this, this evolves on from, like, the Colosseum games and stuff. But at some point, these things got to be so big that it divided into this blue and green supporter team. So it was, like, the blue the blue team. It was like modern sports sort of thing, right? <laughs> the blue chariot team and the green chariot team. And apparently these really cool so it started off more like horse racing like you get your individuals and stuff yeah and then and because people like, just yeah. are so yeah they like so. the duality kind of thing and like <laughs> we're gonna beat you and um it, it caused serious destabilization to the whole empire in one attack one of them killed three thousand members of the other kind of team they attacked that kind of like supporter team or whatever and killed three thousand of them but i just thought that was crazy because you know those some of those soccer games and shit that you see and stuff in like these crazy places like Poland the tribalism's there yeah, yeah. Nicaragua and shit they have just crazy flares shit like going that. on the field yeah. and people pushing the whole fence down on top of other sections of crowd and shit like that but that that struck me I had no idea about that and that sort of provides a bridge from that ancient Roman sort of idea of sort of sports and entertainment bread and circuses through to these modern sort of sporting teams let, blue, blue and green still letting them outlet all those fucked up pent up feelings yeah. that they have from being oppressed yeah. in another direction yeah. Yeah. exactly <laughs> but I don't know I have to tax you just watch the fight <laughs> watch the fight but is it a top down thing or a bottom down thing I mean I suppose it's so all organic right like you gotta try and empower yourself yeah because <laughs> yeah. 
Because politicians do do shit that fucks up sometimes, you know, and comes back on them, but... Fuck yeah. The system itself is indifferent. It's just these fucking humans that get in there and... (laughs) Well, the system is humans. It's our way of trying to fucking deal with shit, really, isn't it? Yeah. The, The system is what we built, sort of thing. I don't mind the the human system of governance and that where we should all have a say in a democratic way. It doesn't happen. No. But when it gets combined with... Have you seen the documentary The Corporation? Yeah. Yeah, when it gets combined with that indifferent kind of like infinity life cycle where profit always has to trump the last profit, otherwise you're not making progress, Mm -hmm. even if you're making so much money if you make a tiny bit less the next year that's a failure and all that kind of mentality of the corporation mindset well fuck corporate sponsorships kind of running what government do to a large extent and then it's sort of an indifferent machine slash concept that humans have invented is kind of running the way that people get governed it's like what like it doesn't care about you at all in, in just like a in just like a universe way, how if you go into space, it's totally violent and will fucking rip you apart and you'll die and shit. But yeah. it, it's not evil. No, it's not evil. It's, it's just it's, inhospitable. I mean, you can trace a logical step back to like I guess agricultural societies. Before that, people lived in little tribes, and like the social relations in a tribe of twenty people are pretty fucking easy to work out. You know, if you look at how it, how it reacts and how they hunt and who's assigned to this and who has the power and stuff, you can sort of work out what happens. But when permanent agriculture starts and people start getting like surpluses of food like some people have it that's when well this is my theory at least like in that original tribe someone who might have been the leader or whatever of that but you know a more straightforward leader and stuff they'll start to accumulate more and over time that goes on to more and then as we get more stuff and more material and more babies are allowed to be born and stuff because of the surplus organically sort of just people have to fucking work out what's happening and that leads to all sort of shit there's no one driving the train basically it's weird we have to transcend this tribalism shit or just like keep it in your mind as sporting shit and then you know withdraw from that after the fact and still fucking have a look at what you've just been saying i i just think that identity is so important it's like we've created these perfect concepts like stuff like recycling or stuff like government to a certain extent or communism or whatever right and then tribal humans go into these positions where they just want to be like well i just want my family to be better off than everyone else 100 percent. and we have to get past that mindset and we trying to say that without them becoming the globalist fucking person that's like tearing down traditional values and all that kind of shit is it's pretty touchy ground but that's where we fucking live today people so yeah it's like you don't want to shit on everyone that has religion because some people are living with love that wouldn't live with love if they didn't if they didn't have a way to try and understand this insanity that they're fucking born into yeah but if you have enough time to consider what religion really is and have a look at some different ones from different places and human history Mm. you shouldn't you shouldn't then still subscribe to just one man-made religion you should be trying to think about well what is this shit because you've obviously got enough time but if you don't have the time i'm not trying to fuck you up 
Yeah, but I mean, yeah, a lot of people, I mean, we are pretty lucky with the leisure yeah. time we get here and stuff. You know, if you're like a uh, 12-year-old girl in Yemen, you've probably got less opportunity to be able to sort of... Uh, yeah, praise Allah. Expect, fuck. Praise Allah. But, you know, um, I mean, even, <laughs> yeah, even... You don't have to, though. If we can all just spread love and then it gets over <laughs> to those people and shit as well. I don't know. It is all point of view because, like, a lot of... We've had that conversation before as well, yeah. you know? You're always doing it from some point of view of love. The yeah. dude fucking pulling the the bomb on his vest and shit yeah. on a bus still thinks he's, he's kind of doing it from yeah, yeah. kind of doing it from this point of view. Like, oh, my people, I love so much that all of you are just denying our brilliant love god, and you need to die. <laughs> Did you hear about what happened in Parramatta last night? A 15 year old Middle Eastern kid in a big black shouting religion religious slogans outside of this is a state police headquarters a 15 in Parramatta. Year old. 15 year old. Um, opened fire on a civilian police employee, shot him in the back of the head, walking out of the police headquarters, got in a gun battle with uh, the cops. The cops shot him dead. Jesus Christ. Yeah. and um, I hope it was a neck shot, that but, motherfucker. But it's funny. He's not even old enough to understand if he really likes dudes or girls yet. True. And then he's fucking... Or goats. He's, he's made his mind up that he needs to kill motherfuckers because his religion's right. Like, yeah. shit. And apparently... He Someone else is responsible for some of that shit in yeah, his yeah. fucked up head as well. Totally. But, um... But it sort of it played into my mind because you know I you know I, I think a lot about these. My head's overloaded. The devil and God are raging inside of me. <laughs> it's always a balance between you know I look at something like um, uh, you know like a large scale sort of Muslim immigration to the West, and I sort of theoretically it's like a big problem and shit. But then I see people going about their lives and stuff, like the local Muslim girl on the bus or up there and stuff, and I'm like, well, you know, I can't do it. I can't hate this person obviously they're just an individual like everyone else doing it but um but while i was having that thought about like you know integration between muslim and the west at work a uh, lady got in the lift uh, like a middle-aged muslim lady with two like just more australian friends and she was just speaking like this normally and i'm like okay that's, that's a good example like, we hear problems about integration but like she looks fine just thinking about it and she's like yeah blah 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 just talking she's like yeah, so I get to see my son this weekend. I get visiting rights this weekend and stuff. I get to go see him. Like, he's in juvie. And then she goes, story of my life. And I'm like, oh, stop making it so hard for me to yeah. be, like, a nice person. Yeah, it's not it's not fair sometimes. Yeah. Like, when you come across the uh, the news article from one of our other other mates, Big Dog. Oh, Big Dog. I like Big Dog. Uh, he sent one Big- about the U.S. soldiers and... <laughs> how they're being told to turn a blind eye to boy touching from their Afghanistan allies, not the Taliban, the yeah. ones that they're trying to put in power and hold up, yeah. do more boy touching than the Taliban. Mm. And it disgusts some of these soldiers and then the soldiers get talked down to and shit like yeah. this. So yeah. um, if that culturally is a problem, which this article from New York Times is saying that they have a cultural problem in Afghanistan with kitty touching mm. in in the present government that they're trying to prop up, the yeah. one that they're saying this should mm. run Afghanistan, then people that are leaving because it's war-torn or whatever and becoming immigrants, yeah. they're potentially from that side, right? Yes. And then you're getting more <laughs> pedophiles and shit in the countries that you're getting people in. And I'm not trying I'm not trying to sound ah like on this fucking redneck rant or whatever, but that's just fucking logical. Yeah. You're going to get a higher instance they, of pedophiles. Are they going to become like good little Germans straight away? Yeah, they'll they'll, oh, they'll get rid of those thoughts after they go to the beach a couple of times and get overloaded. The seventy percent <laughs> of refugees going to Germany who were single men as well too. Seventy percent of them were single men. So, 
I don't know. It seems I'm all for helping fucking everyone and let's treat everyone on an individual level, etc., yeah, etc. Et but when you think about that as a statistic, you're like, well, fuck. It's weird, but people like- get shitty when one kitty toucher moves next door in the neighborhood. You know, they I go, know. "Oh shit!" There was one in America the other week where the woman went to jail because she murdered or it might have been Australia I can't remember but she murdered the dude next door because he was an ex-kitty toucher yeah and people were celebrating her on Facebook afterwards you know but the problem is like look at Afghanistan we went in there and I supported the same people supporting immigration (laughs) I I went into like you know like let's go catch Osama I was upset about that kind of thing and everything right we're there for like 10 years and something Afghanistan has repeated uh, has repelled Alexander the Great they've repelled the British they fought off the Russians and now they've fought off the Americans and a huge part of this problem comes from the idea that it's sort of like in a way it's like that sort of progressive humanitarianism of bringing rights to people it's like imperialist in a way yeah it's like trying to rob them of their culture yeah and their culture is fucked up compared to us and it's primitive and it's shitty but we so sh- from their point of view we're robbing them of their culture and why why should yeah, they get rid of it when they move to another culture because of some war that wasn't yeah. even their fault and all our you aid, can see that side and as all well. our aid billions of dollars going to Afghanistan in well-meaning girls school and shit it gets funneled off to build du- projects in Dubai from the Afghans who get it and go and build their beach houses in Dubai. We need to stop fucking, we need to stop invading the world and inviting the world. I think that's <laughs> what we need to do. Um, but then again, it's all sort of a product of fucking globalization. It's hard to turn this shit back, turn this shit down. So I don't know. Fuck yeah. Where's my Israel? Another one of those complex issues we like to uh, get into and mm. not solve on the Cones and Dash show. <laughs> it's all right though, it's not too dry. It's we pretty good. No, I like it. I talk, but. Uh, I think that, like, that is a fucked up statistic just in any country. And then it's like, the fact that we get a number of immigrants from Afghanistan, it's like, isn't that something that you should take into account? (laughs) Rather than just get the soldiers to ignore because you don't want that to be on the news too much? Yeah. Like, the poppy fields that you're guarding and shit? I know, I mean... Just don't talk about the bad shit. It's going to cause problems. It's all going to... But I really... This is why it's like, I hate ISIS, but I don't really think that we necessarily should be there. Or understand exactly every circumstance of every person that gets branded as a terrorist and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. Like, the story of my political life is a story of realising that not everyone wants our values. Um, <laughs> well, I suppose, but on the other end, I mean, I saw a story the other day. This was, it was this poor, I watched the video, actually, um, up, near, up near where I grew up in Willoughby. Um, this Chinese girl got on the bus... And, it started actually before she got off. This fucking blonde woman comes up and says, like, Oh, you fucking chink, blah, 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 going on like this. Gets on the bus, keeps on fucking abusing her and stuff. Like, like this, like, blah, blah, blah. And goes on, like, you fucking chinks, go back. And, like, just getting really abusive and stuff like wow. that. And then it said in the article I read today, I was like, oh, that's hectic. I wonder what happened with it. And it was like, they've arrested her, uh, this lady, 55-year-old, after similar incidents involving spitting at... Edgecliff at Bondi Junction at Central Station. So it seems like this. You chick- were on the bus. No, no, no. This chick. The, the chick. Oh, you read it. Yeah, I read yeah, it. Cool. The, chick, <laughs> the chick doing the abusing just seems to go around Sydney. A or- serial racist. Yeah, serial racist. A far flung parts of Sydney spitting on people and like just people of every ethnicity and shit. Um, so I mean, that's probably partly mental illness, but and you know these things are going to happen more and more. I think. Fucking hell. <laughs> I know. So that's fucked. I think you were talking about abstract ideals. Sometimes our ideal of diversity and egalitarianism and sort of cooperation is a bit beyond what can be politically and bureaucratically achieved. (laughs) Fuck. What do I say to that? 
Who would you uh, fuck, Mary kill? Ready? I had one for you. Uh, no, I got one for you. Do you yeah. have one for me too? Yeah. Oh, do you want to go first or should I go first? Uh, you, you go first. Okay. Mine's a bit weird because right. it might not work. Okay. All right. Um, Hitler, Stalin, and Winston Churchill. Uh, kill Stalin, fuck Hitler, marry Churchill. Exactly. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Just because I, I wanted to know what it'd be like to fuck Hitler. It's a little bit. <laughs> I thought about nine, nine. I thought about it for a bit, and I'm like, imagine if you married having to listen to Hitler's like day when he got home and shit. Because you didn't say you didn't say make love, marry. No, you fuck, said fuck, yeah, marry. <laughs> so you, you couldn't you couldn't listen to Hitler and Stalin's fucking bullshit and stuff. And Stalin, he sussed me out almost more than Hitler. I just wouldn't want him in my house. So get rid of him. And Churchill has some good stories and stuff. So congratulations, <laughs> you got that correct. Fuck yeah. I gotta remember my third one. I know who the uh the first two are. Yeah. Oh well I can tell you while you're while you're thinking it. Um is that I put on some new shoes the other day and they're quite tall shoes. And um I realized remember in first person shooter games, uh how it used to be Doom and you just run straight around and at one point for like added realism and stuff, they added sort of this bobbing up and down walking movement. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and it made it feel quite a lot yeah. more realistic. Yeah. Well, with walking down the corridors at work the other day, putting on these sort of newer shoes that are quite tall, I just got this mad sense of that that I don't normally get when you're outside. Oh, the just, bobbing. The yeah, bobbing, yeah. just because there were like little like cabinets and stuff next to me, and once I got it in my head, I just couldn't yeah. get it out. And I I like, for- well, yeah, I forget about it every now and then. Yeah. And then when you remember and you look at someone, it looks so funny because <laughs> they're just going brink, brink, brink down the street. That's true. A good way to fuck with people too when you're talking to them. Just look for a second. You just look at sort of a spot like sort yeah, of <laughs> just in the middle, like just above their nose. Stop! Like, stop it! Stop doing that! <laughs> All right, you got to fuck Mary Kill for me. Uh, I can't remember my third wabbit. Your third wabbit? Yeah. Alright, fuck. I, I can try ducks, maybe. Alright. Alright, well, I don't know if it works for the duck. <laughs> Who is it? Just fuck or marry, or? Alright. Fuck, marry, kill. Mm-hmm. Daffy duck, daisy duck, and Donald duck. Someone with a bit of a bi vibe for you. Daff- okay, daffy duck. A bi-bestiality vibe. <laughs> Do you get to fuck the person? I guess you can be a cartoon as well, so it's not bad. Do you get to fuck the person you marry, or what? Well, is it like a normal marriage? Because, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind, like... Oh, man. For the first six months, yeah, go nuts. Or is it just blowjobs? Because, like, Daisy Duck... <laughs> <laughs> Um, Isn't that that's the noise I want humans to make? <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of respect. That kind of respect. I think. Um, okay. Uh, noise demands respect. Oh fuck! I mean, oh jeez, I don't even really know to go with that one. Daffy Duck's the one who's like the fucking space. He does that space thing in the year four thousand or whatever. Yeah, twenty four century. Yeah. yeah, okay. And his fucking thing spins around and... And Daisy's Donald's girlfriend, so I guess there's a bit of mm, cuck-holding okay. kind of thing going yeah. on with what choice you make next. If I, I couldn't marry Donald because I couldn't deal with that all the time. Without... <laughs> you couldn't deal with his PTSD, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that shit? The Hitler one? I think it was oh, maybe yeah. a cracked article or something, yeah. but about how before World War Two, 
there was this little comic strip that got released. This is like one of the only reasons they justified this, this PTSD thing. But yeah. it was a comic strip that was the same as one that got released post World War Two. Uh-huh. And in the first one, something bad happened, and Donald was like, "Oh well," or some shit like that. And then in the post war one, he loses it and goes nuts at like Huey, Dewey, and Louie or whatever, just oh, like like a complete psycho. And it seems like the war actually um actually fucked Donald up. And he was in those yeah. a whole bunch of episodes you where he's me. in the war and yeah. shit. Anybody like, at home, go off and look at like YouTube World War Two Donald Duck because those showed me and I was sort of like, oh, okay, whatever. They used him in propaganda and then watched it, but it's done in that really good old animation, super racist caricatures of everybody. <laughs> and But even above and beyond that, it's Donald Duck sort of like, rather than like, hey, I'm going to fight the Nazis, it's like done as, it's him waking up in this dystopian Third Reich Nazi state and having to deal with it. And it is actually works really well as like a criticism of totalitarianism. Yeah, it's hardcore. <laughs> it's fucking hardcore. I love those old band cartoons. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man the Tintin ones they had some fucking the Belgian people were not p- depicted very nicely in those mm. so so what so it's a uh, Daisy then you'd marry I guess so I guess I'd fuck fuck Donald or fuck, Daffy I fuck Daffy I think <laughs> I like I like a wise guy <laughs> I like black ducks <laughs> Um, yeah, and just fucking get rid of Donald. I can't deal with Donald. He's too much fucking work. He's too stressful. Yeah, he'd always be doing that fisticuff shit like he wants to fight. Like, <laughs> all right, fuck Mary Kill, Bugs Bunny, Elmer Fudd, Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> <laughs> Elmer Fudd and Foghorn. Oh. Man, fuck, that's tricky. I say, I say, I don't know which one I should choose, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck on Leghorn would fuck you, I think. <laughs> That's not a bad point. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. Elmer. You might have to do some BDSM on Falcon if you're mm. real again. And... Oh, man, this is... Okay, yeah. But forget, Elmer. Forget that Elmer, Elmer fight. Don't Jesus. Oh, this is you rough. just want to kill Elmer, so... I'd have to kill him either way, even though you're going to have to deal with... Um, Falcon Leghorn. Uh, I'd pretty- marry him to appease him then. Yeah. and um, It'd be pretty easy to kill. you just like sort of distract him and then... And I get to fuck Bugs Bunny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's up, cock? <laughs> I'll show you what's up, you fucking rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, to, to move on for a second. Is that fine? Can I move on? Do we have yeah, a, fuck yeah. Do we I have think one? we're out of FMKs for now. Right, yeah. right, FMKs. <laughs> that shit's hectic. That shit's hectic. But, um... Uh, the French have a term called staircase wit, and that's about when, like, you've had an encounter and you remember something later, like, fuck, I should have said that. Right? Oh, yeah, I hate that shit. Yeah, I hate Fucking that hindsight, human. And you know how sometimes if you've had, like, you know, an unpleasant encounter with someone or, like, a stranger or a shop owner and it's gotten a bit aggro and you sort of think in your head, like, oh, what if that had just gone the right way? You know, like in movies, so it yeah. sort of goes the right way. And, you know, there's elements in everyone's life that you can get too hung up on that shit about stuff. But the other day I had, like, a perfect incident occur to me, right? It just went so smoothly. Yeah. But it was over such trivial bullshit. But I'll see if I can sort of get across how it was. Um, me walking up out of the pedestrian tunnel with my uh, big headphones on, right? Listening to this cool podcast called The, the Cones and Doe Show. And... <laughs> I was coming up and listening to that, just enjoying that, walking up into the sunlight. 
and there's one of these kind of fucking, you know, charity guys, the guys who get paid to distract you kind of thing, and he's like, sees me, and probably one of these English guys, always English, like, hey, hey, like, walks sort of in my way, like, sort of blonde guy, about 19, a little bit shorter than me, like, hey, can I, like, hey, what's up? Or like, or like, hey, man, hey, man, what's up? Like, or how, what are you, how are you going or whatever? I think he said, how are you doing? And I'm like, listening to headphones, like, without sort of, like, interrupt missing a beat I'm just like oh listening to headphones like pointing up at my headphones he's like oh just a five second kind of thing da, 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 and like talks like that and I just keep on walking in without breaking my stride put my thing, my hand up over <laughs> my right shoulder with like a middle finger pointing back flipped him in the bird yeah, knowing that he's looking at me without breaking my stride at all and walked on and I'm like oh that was so slick and so perfect <laughs> so fucking pointless <laughs> that's pretty uh, crazy Hopefully he wasn't, like, bleeding out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, can I help you? Like, fuck you. Like, man, man, help me. I'm, just, I'm fucking dying. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Cold bird. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's gonna, not going to get my time. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Fuck you. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but, yeah, perfect moment. Perfect moment. <laughs> Sublime. Yeah, you should have just pulled a Christopher Walken on him or some shit. How just rip something out or a Samuel L. Jackson. Hmm. Oh. I don't have the time. <laughs> what is it? Yes, yes, they deserve to die. And I hope they burn now. <laughs> this is a tasty burger. <laughs> I read an interview with him recently, and I have to say he's a pretty likable guy. Yeah, he's a champ. <laughs> um, yeah, like a lot of these actors are assholes, assholes and stuff, but he's like he's pretty self-deprecating and stuff. I don't like his Kangol hat styles, but that's probably the only thing I don't like. What about is him. a Kangol? Everything else is sweet. What's the Kangol hat look like? Again? That one that's sort of like a beret, but it's not quite. It's just up at the front and it's yeah, like okay. a front beret kind of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got a little kangaroo for the insignia. I did like, you know, I'm I'm on the fence. Tarantino, I don't mind some of his shit, but I did like the other day. He like just rattles off sort of what he thinks, and apparently he still tapes shit on VHS. He doesn't download <laughs> stuff in the movies. He tapes it, um, which is kind of cool. But he was like saying something offhand, but it became this big deal. He's like talking about the current state of movies, and he's like, "Yeah, I think all these things with like Kate Blanchett and shit, no one's going to remember those." <laughs> That's pretty cool because I'm not really a fan of Kate Blanchett. In school, they made us go as like an English class or drama class to watch that Romeo and Juliet fucking trash remake thing. I thought um, like what the one with Leonardo DiCaprio in it. No, no, not that. Okay. Fucking the one about about Shakespeare, but it's like a Shakespeare it's like a me- yeah. Okay, it's like a meta fucking thing. Yeah, that's Shakespeare one of Paltrow, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it blows my dick. Yeah. I haven't seen that for a while. Ralph Fiennes or something, is it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> the original, the Romeo and Juliet. I just remember it was quite quite a cool excursion to the city from our school in northern Sydney. Yeah. And then um, the day was good, but then we had to sit through this fucking turd. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, I liked that originally, but... I think you saw some Paltrow titty in that one, though. Yeah, that's why. Unless she had a stunt tit. Yeah, I saw a bit of Linda Hamilton titty the other day as well, too. <laughs> oh, the old triangles in Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. I did watch Terminator, because I watched the new one, Terminator Genesis. Old pizza tits Hamilton. <laughs> She's such a strong woman, though. Huh? No, I do like her. I'm yeah. fucked. Sorry, Linda. Yeah. Sorry, Linda. I know, I know Linda's a big fan of this and stuff. Uh, no, I'm into Terminator, too. I've, I've liked your work. Yeah. The new one, I watched Terminator Genesis, and, like... <laughs> It's like, okay, two problems if I can go on for a little bit. Just I, w- I won't waffle for ages. But 
the fact that you can do anything with CGI makes people think they should do everything with CGI, right? And they're like, let's have like a helicopter chase doing da da da. But because it's so fantastical, it sort of loses that grounding of realism and the physics. So even in like the, the first, like the prequel Star Wars movies, yeah, exactly. All this like <laughs> the weird sort of physics from comic book movies and shit. Whereas, yeah, I went and watched back the first Terminator after that, and like having the little fucking rolling things with the models and shit. That's that's heaps cool and stuff. Um, second thing in the new one, they've got the chick who got her titties out on Game of Thrones. <laughs> I forget her name. I just remember Amelia Clark. Okay, well there you yeah, go. Yeah. Fuck, okay, I'm I'm the bad one now. Um, um, no, that, that that was fucked up in itself. Like I read an article, sorry to get sidetracked, mm. but um, that she can't stand sex scenes and doesn't want to do them anymore. Yeah, that's kind of like that's what you were made of. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, but no, props to her if you can get in and then do what you want. Yeah, fuck yeah, I but, can see why because she's she's got sort of tuck shop arms a little bit now. <laughs> so, but, but anyway, no great girl. And like I was like, okay, why isn't this working and stuff? And I'm like, is it because they've tried to make her like? Ooh, this super cool badass action chick and I'm like it's not even that because James Cameron did that he loves these strong strong women and shit and Terminator 2 and stuff was fucking cool um, the problem is this and Linda f- Hamilton was actually like doing chin-ups yeah. and getting in shape yeah that doing that cool badass and Amelia Clark probably just watched someone touch do up arms touch up arms watch them do it and then yeah. was like oh I'll try and act doing just chin-ups eating, yeah. eating Cheetos <laughs> but what what really ruins it new age acting <laughs> what ruins it is this fucking faux snappy fucking Joss Whedon sassy Buffy dialogue kind of thing like hey, don't you wish put the thing down da, na, 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 na. oh really oh man it's in everything and it just ruins it all these Terminator is supposed to be bleak I know I know but it becomes a self parody because they're doing like she's like because they're saying all this witty nonsense yeah. and all that shit amongst this bleak story yeah like are you both gonna stop fighting about like the new Reese guy and this and I'm it's probably gonna fault. enjoy it now honestly I've heard about how fucking bad it is so much so I mean, when I watch it I'm probably gonna be like <laughs> I'll tell you what there was some cool plot time shit that they put in there that for like 20 minutes in the middle of the movie I was like oh that's pretty cool and stuff And but anyway enough, enough about that when, when I saw oh sorry what did I interrupt your, no, that's it. your that story my, though that was my point the Amelia Clark thing my point is that the sassy dialogue is what gets me about modern film in general <laughs> too much cgi and too much sassy dialogue get rid of that and start making proper fucking movies again um but in the ad for terminator genesis right uh-huh. i remember seeing one of the cgi type looking things or i don't know if it was rubber or whatever of arnie uh-huh. as a young t-800 yeah. T- yeah he's in that and when i saw the ad initially um i was like look at his fucking pecs oh this is ridic- ridiculous they're like they're overdoing it these yeah. days blah 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 and then <laughs> a couple of days ago I watched Pumping Iron yeah. right it's like 70s doco about when he was winning Mr. Olympia for the sixth time in a row yeah and uh I don't think they really exaggerated his chest. <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ. They didn't. And then when you'd, like, hike it up, you'd see all all of the, like, you know, that lines in muscle yeah. kind of thing, just the lines in the... I didn't, oh, it's I fucking didn't, crazy. I didn't realise, because I watched after I watched this, I was like, oh, I haven't seen Terminator 1 for ages, so I went back and watched Terminator 1, and heaps of the shots are the same. They sort of take bits from that movie that, like, have alternate timelines and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of cool. Oh, really? That's yeah. cool. So it's cool, but it, there'll be, yeah, my criticisms will stand about stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So they they went with Terminator 3 again? Yeah, they went with bullshit. They went with fucking, I don't know who directed fucking McG or something, probably. <laughs> or fucking Harold or Kumar or something. So. Have you heard about Yelp for people? What, you just review a person? Yep. Jesus. It's a new startup. Um, I forget what it is called again. But you're pleased to know that it's 
two empathetic female entrepreneurs in the tech space. They want to spread love and positivity. So I don't think that's how it's going to end up being used. No. And there was something similar a few years ago that fucking like collapsed apart or whatever. But let me do a bit. Uh, what's it called? Pe- people as in peep, P double E P. When the app does launch, this is from the Washington Post, probably in late November, you'll be able to assign reviews and one to five star ratings to everyone you know. Your exes, co-workers, the old guy who lives next door, you can't opt out. Once someone puts your name in the people system, it's there unless you violate the terms of service and you can't delete bad or biased reviews. That would defeat the whole purpose. Now, this sounds dystopian, but I, th- I get the feeling that it's... And they're saying it's based on positivity. Yeah, it's based on... Our That's ba- insane. Do you understand? It's just another way for the them to, like, shit on other people because you feel insecure about yourself. But there's two female people in tech space, and they're motivated by love and empathy. So they want to do the most bitchy fucking thing that you could possibly do. <laughs> Constant 24-7 sniping and bitching and everything. Well, if that's not empowerment, I don't know what the fuck is, but it's still a shitty fucking app. Go make something good. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Like, how, how is that going to ever get used for something good? You review your ex-girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, she was dope, yeah. does anal. Like, what? who's going to write anything that's fucking pr- productive in any way? Even that, you're, like, trying to say it's positive and, like, yeah. doing her up for new guys to review and, like, the, everyone will think that's great. No, but I... then she hates it and it becomes, like, a revenge porn thing and... Yeah. Nah, fuck that app. <laughs> I, th- I think you're being a bit too cynical. Like, everyone knows that when you put up a comment section on the internet and open it up to people, they're all motivated by love and goodness <laughs> and having constructive criticism. Well, my ex-boyfriend, his penis was so big and he only drove a sports car because, like, he wanted to not go around in a helicopter. He was actually playing it down and, you know. Yeah, that's true. But it's going to be... It's the most respectful platform to comment about other people. Having a little, like, one-word reviews... And no one will put anonymous accounts on there. They won't make fake accounts. I'd like to put a three-star review saying, That's a huge bitch! (laughs) 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 Behemoth! Oh, man. But, yeah, that's that's pretty messed up and stuff, so... It is messed up. It's kind of like this thought I had when I came across this random article. I don't want want to harp on it too much, but... It was basically Lena Dunham coming out and standing up for Serena Williams and Ronda Rousey saying, like, oh, it's fully bad when people body shame them, right? Yeah. And then, like, the same week or the week before, she just basically body shamed herself by posting a selfie in front of a bathroom mirror looking sad (laughs) in underwear, like, oh, like kind of looking all woe is me and shit. So she does that kind of stuff to herself. And then she comes out in support of these other two girls who I had, like, maybe I have this vague sense of I've heard heard that shaming shit about Rousey, but not really, not really at all. She's an ass kicker and transcends that negativity. And then Serena Williams, like, I only ever really heard racist cunts say shit and I haven't really yeah. heard any negative. I've never heard I've looked and it, up. it seems like this underhanded way for this, this girl to come out and yeah, be yeah. insecure again and then be like, oh, people think that they don't look nice. And it's like... I never fucking heard yeah. that until you said it. That's it. It was just a weird feeling. Like I'm not trying to shit on Lena. She's no. Great. I'm trying to shit on her. I think gets her show in there and makes her money and fucking is doing positive things for women. But sometimes I think she's well, so swept up in some of this nonsense that she I've, comes out with contradictions and shit. You well, know? I've read in theology that apparently the Muslim and Christian messiahs. It sort of fits as well. Is that that if you go back to the Torah. The Muslim Messiah and the Christian Messiah. Oh no, sorry, the other way around. The Jewish Messiah 
is the same as the Muslim and the Christian Antichrist, and I think Lena Dunham is the Antichrist. <laughs> but 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 to go on to go back a little bit, it was we talked about that guy that got shamed for wearing his his naked lady shirt with the comment thing, right? Yeah, that right? was whack. Okay, yeah. no, but going, the NASA guy going yeah. over to your thing and. It was like, okay, when they started criticizing, like, oh, you know, you're putting off women from going into STEM and stuff wearing that. And I'm, I'm sort of thinking in my head, what's going to put off a little girl more about going into STEM? The fact that this guy who's, like, fun and, like, super smart and on TV and has, like, you know, a, a wacky shirt, is that going to put her off? Or is it all these fucking feminist bloggers telling her that, that she, she should be put off? Yeah, that she's <laughs> going to be put off about it. It's self-reinforcing shit. And, oh, fuck it. Fuck the internet. Yeah. Fuck, fuck it all. Yeah, it's a fuck cycle of nonsense. Well, I can tell you something that you'll like a bit more if you want to wrap. But it's fun to talk about. It is fun to talk about. <laughs> but if we want to get back to something cool, um, but this is—it's a big thing. It's known as the Hunter Weed Infestation. I'm not sure if I've talked Hunter to you. Hunter Weed Infestation. The Hunter Weed Infestation. Up in the Hunter Valley in the New Hunt, South Wales. The Hunter Valley, from about the '60s to the '80s had a mad problem with just wild cannabis growing all up and down it's not so much on the hunter itself but on its little tributaries and especially back in the 60s with the sort of proto hippie type people people is it like cannabis australis or no, is it just some shit people brought over yeah, back, it's, back in the day it's straight up weed like it was weed that you could smoke and shit and it just went on and on and on and took over farmers fields and there weren't that many people as many people smoking it because there wasn't a big cannabis culture as much how far is that way. from nimbin uh, it's on the way up there, but it's not all the not way like up there. But it grows up there. And it took them, I think, something like 25 years to permanently eradicate it all up there. Oh, it, that's fucking sad. There was so much. The proto-hippies and shit, there used to be... I think I saw a picture or two and just like... Whoosh, whoosh, big stands of sort of cannabis and stuff. With all these cops smiling next to these yeah. burning piles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Getting a bit high and stuff, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Getting high off that own supply. But I thought we'd just talk about something nice after all that stuff, and there's nothing really nicer than a giant fucking stand of, like, ineradicable marijuana. <laughs> just growing wildly. Mm. In North Korea, it does that. Apparently, it's all sweet. Yeah, and it's fine to just smoke joints in public and yeah, shit Yeah, you can smoke North joints, Korea, because right? tobacco is so hard to get. So the government <laughs> lets them smoke joints. And apparently they've got quite a lot of ice and shit there, and that makes sense too. Oh, goddamn. Mm. It's a working man's drug. It is a working man's drug. But then you need to chill out with the fucking, with the weed. <laughs> Imagine being high at one of those. Oh, on, on that point, no, right? Go on. You know how we, um, may, maybe on one of our episodes that's been up so far, mm-hmm. we talked about the sort of, the drug policy that I was saying to enforce of where... Course, yeah. If, uh, if you're whacked out on ice or any of these super stimulants, they should jack you up on some cannabis oil however they can and sedate your brain and yep. all that kind of shit. Well, it seems like someone in Australia must have been listening to our podcast but didn't quite get the concept of what we were talking about and the essence of how can- cannabis has these uh, things that do legitimately calm your brain down and mm-hmm. like it seems that there's evidence for that. So instead of taking the cannabis route... They're trying to push to make it legal in Australia now for doctors to have the power to just sedate people that are on ice and shit. What do you reckon they use? Some little chemical sedation sort of thing? Let's see if I can find it quickly. If you gave them some little, like, yeah, tincture or something just into the IV or whatever. Oh, that would be nice, just being hooked up to that. (laughs) Um, I heard there's been some new trials recently with... um, What's the mushroom term? Psilocybin, is it? Yeah, psilocybin's one of the good ones. Psilocybin with, um, uh, you know how we've talked, MDMA is super good for, like, PTSD and stuff, right? Yeah. It encourages people to talk and stuff like that. Apparently for, like, palliative care, people that are going to die, psilocybin's 
it's they've done experiments and it yeah, makes Canada it, have done some really yeah. really hectic and stuff for that last you know people with terminal cancer and stuff apparently it just helps it helps you come to grips with your fucking mortality um, you know, it puts you at ease and stuff. Well, I've had like personal experiences with that, even though it's not like I'm going to die tomorrow or anything. Mm. If you, if you, from a place of love and trying to understand your own place in this fucking world, go into an experience that is kind of out of body, mm. and you do it in a safe way where you're not trying to affect other people and you're then, trying to learn something personally, yeah, it's a real, it's a really productive and yeah, just visit your local you know, mosque. <laughs> can be a really good growth experience, but. If you do fucking some of that shit and you're just at a party or you're walking around the streets and some people are going to jump out of windows and stuff and be dumb about it but we need to educate the population about hallucinogens yeah and and then give them to them but then at what point does it become the fucking um mk ultra program and you're just saying some fucked up shit in their headphones while they're on acid yeah i'll try this out and stuff i don't know man maybe we just keep trying to educate people in general and people can come to it themselves yeah that's true we heard a really good bit from stanhope doug stanhope the Uh stand-up comedian the other day where he was saying that um your body is your private property which is essentially why people shouldn't be able to test Mm -hmm. you to say if you're on drugs and all that kind of shit even if you're going for a job even if you're getting pulled over or whatever it's it's not up to them alcohol i don't necessarily i'm a big gray area with alcohol because we do have a lot of road accidents as a product of that but essentially it is your own your own body and shit just uh try them for doing some horrendous crash and make the penalties bad for the outcomes of being a fucking idiot well that's, don't you know, worry about the drugs so. yeah that's i mean that's not what he was saying he was just saying your body's your private property and that's true th- that essentially and then i think that you know we've done a good job at kind of, i actually got rbt because it's a long weekend i got rbt three minutes after leaving my house today and shit and you know no one wants to deal with cops <laughs> your that, random breath test no one wants to deal with cops that much but i don't really have a problem with it i mean my dad's mum my grandma was killed by a drunk driver that's shit Um, yeah before I was born and stuff like that and he sort of got away with it and shit oh that's heaps shit Mm -hmm. he had like nine kids or something like that this was back in England and stuff um so I don't really have a problem with and we've done a big job at keeping it down and apparently places like Mexico and shit it's just crazy with the drunk driving and it's just not a good scene so just drive high yeah drive high for real (laughs) <laughs> oh, on Alaska State Troopers I was watching the other day this cool reality show where it's in Alaska and they pulled over this guy and they're like he's being a bit erratic, erratic like super cold snowy streets and have a look at him and they're like well we smell marijuana and like find his stuff and um, give him a little test or whatever and stuff but it seems like in Alaska it's different to the rest of the shit you see on cops people will get, like arc up a bit more at the cops because it's like more independent there's no one it's not as easy for them to just like call 10 people and fucking tackle you and take you down the station and shit but (laughs) this guy he had a bit of weed and after a while he's like the guy gives him a little test one of those american like put your heel in front of your toe test walk along yeah with the weed and he's like he's like "Mm -hmm." touch your nose yeah he's like okay i've decided you're not impaired cut my balls yeah cut my balls (laughs) i've decided you're not impaired kind of thing so you can go home and then one of the guys in the car or whatever is like okay thank you officer like sort of relieved and then he's like so how, how long after you smoke weed could you sort of drive or whatever how much would you recommend the cops like I'd recommend not smoking weed and they're like oh okay shit I'm so like, it's like you're pushing your luck buddy you know? um, hmm. but that was pretty cool but that, that's the fucking point is that he he was high and he asked a question like that he's trying to beat 
be a good citizen and yeah. do the right thing. Yeah. Whereas when you're pissed, you'd be like, oh, fuck you. I was fucking driving fine. He's like, dude, I just pulled you over because your tail lights yeah. out. Ah, oh, you fucking... Ah, and it just turns into this scene, you know, like, you just lose a comprehension of, like, what a fucking normal person should be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah drunk driving is pretty cool. You're you're pretty you're pretty epic when you're drunk. I haven't seen you drunk for a while. Yeah, I try and try and keep it down. Right. <laughs> Few and far between, but you know, we'll not, see what happens yeah. next time. I sort of party on some of the non-alcoholics. I think I'm going to be a bit better now that I'm not so manic. I was a bit bit more manic in yeah, my team to totally mid twenties. Well, so. part of it is when you're young and stuff. It's sort of like a um, you know a growing project sort of thing, yeah. like as a growth like milestone thing, and also to like learn how to deal socially and in Australia like alcohol is a big part of like social interaction and stuff and uh it's a learning and a coping mechanism I like a little I like a little bit and I like going to drink but I also like to spend quite a lot of nights just smoking some bongs with my boys and shit so yeah there you go oh they both they both have their time and place they both have their time and place as does ice but um just if you got in the bedroom yeah ow (laughs) talk about fucking rabbits from earlier (laughs) That's what you say when, when your dick goes up inside your body, like, ow. <laughs> Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I don't know. The classic ice thing that's so dirty is that people will just do dirty shit and l- ignore what's happening. They'll, their kids will be riding trail b- bikes, their like, partners will be dead on the ground. And, and they'll, they'll be just like, be in the corner with yeah. Daffy Duck. <laughs> just going hammering tongs, mate. Oh. Or Donald, sorry. Oh. Or maybe Daisy and making Donald watch. Oh, that's not good. Donald's like, no, 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 Oh, what a show, what a show. I think we covered some good stuff, and, you know, I didn't mention earlier, but thanks to Louis Armstrong for that special guest appearance earlier. It's pretty special. Yeah, it was nice. Good outtake from back, what was it, the... How long ago was that song? Oh, man, must have been... The 30s or the 40s, some old school shit. He was singing about some new school drugs. Yeah, he was somewhere over the rainbow, I think, basically. (laughs) (laughs) He was in Oz. But uh, speaking of being over the rainbow, I mean, we're going to wrap it up. I'd I'd just like to leave you with a quote from a, a great thinker of our time his name is Mr. Mr. Justin Bieber and he was oh, talking, the Biebs. talking about his beliefs uh, you don't need to go to church to be Christian if you go to Taco Bell that doesn't make you a taco <laughs> uh, that's not bad Jay Biebs <laughs> Jay Biebs oh. oh man what do we got to finish on should we crank out the collab this week? We got a collab. I think some now. of our uh, our old pre-show listeners may have heard it before. So sorry, guys. We'll work on some new shit for you. That's but... true. But you know, we live in a recyclable world, and then we some people who haven't heard this, and I reckon it's pretty fresh. It's a little collab between Cones and Doe. It's basically the musical representation of Happy Gas of when happy you go gas. to the dentist. Happy Gas, and more generally, just being fucked up. It's called Me Bong Delta. About half and nitrous. About half and nitrous. Alright, dog. Well, we'd better wrap that shit up. Can you give me an Eiffel Tower? I've been missing an Eiffel Tower all fucking mm. week. I don't know, can we go for the uh, the Cincinnati Canal? Oh, Cincinnati Canal. Ugh. Oh, man. May the force be with you, motherfucker, from Mace Motherfucking Window. Windows don't use drugs. See you, guys. See you, though.